is king. So that's awesome, right there at the last minute. Um, today, we are celebrating. Um, any baseball fans out there? Any Giants fans? Sorry. Um, anybody watch uh, that other team uh, play against the other team uh, last night? Um, the Dodgers, I think that was the name of them. I don't, I don't watch baseball except for maybe a little bit in playoffs because then the game matters. I don't know how many games they play, but it's like, does it really? Thank you very much, yes. Somebody is a fan. And uh, so I decided, you know, at the end, uh, I didn't watch it from the beginning, I decided to, you know, turn on the game at the end, sort of see how uh, I knew this one, you know, pretty much mattered. And, uh, and then the, uh, the Atlanta Braves prevailed. Uh, and I, I, again, I don't care, um, <laughs> right? But did you see, if you watched, did you see what happened? It was a party, right? I mean, it was it, the, the, the shot of the fans, you know, that they are just like, they're excited, they're, they're high-fiving every, you know, the last inning, you know, every out, you know, they're getting more and more excited about what's going to happen, what's going to happen. And then, you know, that final out, and it just, you know, hats are flying, and mitts are flying, and people are hugging, and all kinds of great things that are going on. And, you know, the reality is, is that what they were celebrating is that they were still standing, right? They're still standing. They're one of two teams still standing. But the World Series is yet to come. And then there's going to be this great party, right? Because they'll be the world champs in the United States. So, right, um, of the World Series. Uh, today, we are celebrating. And we, when, when we were thinking about this, um, this day, you know, the thing that struck me is, it's like, we're still standing, right? Does anybody feel like that's what you're celebrating maybe <laughs> this morning? I mean, this, is, uh, this has been a wild ride for a lot of people over, particularly over the last couple of years. And, and for churches and, and communities of faith, you know, life has changed. But we're celebrating 75 years of still standing. Oh, look, the birds are trying to get in again. You know, there were technical issues, lighting issues today. Everybody go and give Ben a high five, right, uh, today, right? Because he's had to, there you go. Um, and, you know, it's, it's been this, this amazing journey um, over the last 75 years. And as I was talking to Pam, you know, she said, yeah, we've been, so 24, Pam and I have been um, here 24 years, and uh, sort of about a third of that uh, story we've been able to be a part of. Um, but let me just give you a little bit of a brief history. And before I do that, today is going to be you telling God's stories of faithfulness. Now, we send out email and text to, to people, and I have a number of them that you responded but if there's a story of God's faithfulness to you, or even through Cold Springs Church that you have seen, we'd love for you to hear that, because th that is going to be the message um, today, is your stories of God's faithfulness. Well, let me just give you a little bit of uh, a backstory of a brief history. And we have some of the, the uh, historical documents um, by typewriter, um, right? So you can tell, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, and this was written up um, for, the, for the 50th celebration on December 6, 1996. Uh, and 
it gives a history of what took place, and it said, it takes a special day like this to just look back and reminisce and think of all the things we've shared since that first day, October 31st, 1946. So October 31st, 1946, is the first time that a group of people in Placerville gathered together with the developing the vision and the dream that there would be a church that there would be a church in this community, and there were other churches, but that there would be this church in this community, and began to follow that dream. And Reverend Albert Patch um, was the person that was um, there, and he became the pastor, the first pastor uh, during that time. And so there, there's uh, all of these, somebody did a lot of work because they went back through some notes and sort of every Sunday for a number of years, gathered information. And they met at the, um, as Dolores shared, uh, in the, was it, wasn't the, the IOF uh, Hall on Main Street. I love, I love this, um, that uh, the floor they gathered on was a spring floor. During the week, it was used by the community for dances. Now, if you know anything about early Baptists, I think they came in and prayed the devil out before they had services on Sunday morning that had shown up during all those dances. But anyway, um, that's another story. So, uh, and so when they worshiped, they probably sprung too, but they weren't dancing, uh, just so you know, that wasn't happening. And then for a long time, the church met on B Street, uh, which is Sequoia House um, across from the Placerville Cemetery. Right there uh, is, the, that was purchased in 1950. And the little building in the back, it was called the Butler Building, and that's where they met. And that then eventually became the offices and the, and the education area. And the sanctuary for the new building was completed in 1954. Um, and then the educational year was completed in 1967. So, um, and there were some different pastors who came through, and then Neville Aruis came in 1971. Now, Neville uh, was here from 1971 until 1988. Now, you may not know this, you probably don't know this, I didn't know this until I was reading through, is that Neville Aruis, he was invited here, by the way, uh, he's 90 years old, but he couldn't come because he's preaching in a church down <laughs> at the hill somewhere. He's still doing ministry. Uh, sorry, I'm busy. I got things to do for Jesus. Um, but he is the first social media star of the church because he came and he started um, a radio program that he had, in the previous ministry, he had done radio, a 15-minute radio program. So social media was radio then, right? Right. So he is the first social media star of Cold Springs Church. Um, First Baptist Church. And so Neville and June were here from 1971 to 1988. And then uh, Bob Tom came with his family and his lovely wife, Polly, their son and two daughters. And Bob is here today. Um, so Bob is right there. So And Laura's here. And also Cindy. Right? <laughs> yes. So I'm getting old. So, all right. So, Cindy and uh, his daughter. So, um, thank you so much for being here today. And uh, I want to say this before we go on is, is that, and we tell stories. The story that I tell is this is, is that, so I've been here for 24 years, but my ministry stands directly on the foundation 
particularly of Bob Domkehler and what he did and what he built and what God did through him. And um, it was an extraordinarily difficult season in the life of this church. That there were three church splits, that the denomination that we were part of said, you, are, you should just sort of shut down because it's so healthy. Uh, you know, you've gone through so much conflict, you can't really recover. And through the faithfulness of Bob and Polly and your family, thank you so much. Because we're still standing because they stood with Jesus. So honor... And so I am, I am always grateful and thankful. God knew that Pastor Bob was a warrior and that I was a wimp. So he <laughs> did all the hard lifting for me so I could have, you know, an, an easier uh, 24 years of, of ministry here. So um, thank you so much, uh, Pastor Bob, for your faithfulness, um, for your wisdom and and you, you know, with the beard and everything, you look like, you know, a sage right there. I, I don't know. You sort of look like an Old Testament prophet, too. So I'm a little bit concerned about what's going to happen the rest of the morning. Um, so also during that time, uh, there was another Bob. So there was Bob Festmeyer. Uh, was partner. He was associate pastor with uh, Bob Domkehler, which is very confusing for everybody, I'm sure. Um, so, uh, and, and then uh, his wife, Jennifer. And they were partners in ministry. And I know that um, some, and many of the people who have been here for a number of years were deeply impacted by Pastor Bob Festmeyer as well. And his faithful ministry and Jennifer um, and all that they brought. And so, again, stand upon their faithfulness. Uh, in 1979, uh, seven and a half acres on Cold Springs Road was purchased for the site of this facility. And um, there was two years of being a bit in the wilderness at Camino, Seventh-day Adventist Church, uh, and then came to this property in 1990 and were in the, what we call Faith Hall over there. And Faith Hall, by the way, is three old um, uh, units, um, trailer units from El Dorado High School that they were getting rid of that we took, put together, and they're still standing, amazingly, right? There. Uh, they've been remodeled a few times. But, um, and so met there in Faith Hall, and then in 1993, um, through the grace of God, able to move into our so very new and so very beautiful church where we could carry on God's very important work. Um, and in 1997, uh, both Pastor Bob's left, and Dr. Bill Tipton came in as an interim. And then um, in 1998, right, Joni? Okay, 1998, um, I came. Just a little secret is, is that I thought I came in 1997, so we had a 20th anniversary celebration for me at 19 years. And here's the thing, some people knew it, but they didn't tell me, right? So they're like, ah, that train left the station, just let it go. Um, I guess we're keeping them for another year. So we've already celebrated 20, we bought them a chair, massage chair. Um, so, um, so yeah, so in, then in 1998. So this was written, this history was written up by Dottie Wolf. Uh, and Dottie Wolf um, was, one of the longest, if not the longest, Sunday school teacher in Cold Springs Church, First Baptist Church's history. Uh, how, does anybody know how many years she taught? 
was like 27 years or something like that. She taught the little kids of our church and was extraordinary, extraordinarily faithful. And, uh, you know, another um, cool st- story uh, as we move into um, getting ready to share your stories is uh, Sean Johnson um, grew up in our church. And so here's a picture of Sean Johnson um, when he was a little boy worshiping um, here through our children's ministry. And then Sean Johnson uh, went from a worshiper to a worship leader. And he was central and integral within both our youth ministry, but particularly within our children's ministry, of leading worship. And kids camp and everything that he just let, you know, just gave all of himself. Uh, and uh, one of the things that we have here is, is that we have a Christian education scholarship fund that is funded by a very generous, um, wonderful family. And we were able to scholarship him as he goes into Christian ministry to continue a legacy that he was taught when he was a little boy here at Cold Springs Church. And, um, and so his heart. And, then, and he's not the only one. I mean, um, the, the Blairs uh, have raised up these wonderful kids who are engaged in, in God is working and calling uh, their lives um, towards ministry and um, definitely serving no matter where they are. So th- there's this legacy. And, you know, the vision of Cold Spring Church is that we would raise up 10,000 leaders who would live and lead out of the overflow of a Jesus-trusting life. Um, that would restore and strengthen lives and, and families. And so that's a part of the thing that, that we see happening. So what I want us to do is I want us to um, uh, turn to God's word of celebration. Uh, and in Psalm 136 is a psalm of celebration, and it's a it's a give and take. It's a, there's a leader, <laughs> there's a leader, and there's a response to that. And so what we're going to do is is that I'm going to I'm going to say a line, and then you're going to say the phrase, um, "For His steadfast love endures forever." Okay, and we're just going to read through this psalm together. It'll be up here on the screen. Um, and, but your, your phrase is, his steadfast, for his steadfast love endures forever. That's the only thing you have to remember, okay? I'll get the other parts, all right? So are you ready? Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. Man, you guys are doing great. This is awesome. Give thanks to the God of gods. Give thanks to the Lord of lords. To him who alone does great wonders. To him who by understanding made the heavens. To him who spread out the earth above the waters. To him who made the great lights. The sun to rule over the day. The moon and stars to rule over the night. For his love to him who struck down the firstborn of Egypt. For his love and brought Israel out from among them. For his love With a strong hand and an outstretched arm. For his love to him who divided the Red Sea in two. 
and made Israel pass through the midst of it. But overthrew Pharaoh and his host in the Red Sea. To him who led his people through the wilderness. To him who struck down great kings. And killed mighty kings. Sion, king of the Amorites. In Og, king of Bashan. You guys are doing really good, by the way. You're, you've got it, all right? And gave their land as a heritage. A heritage to Israel, his servant. It is he who remembered us in our lowest state. And rescued us from our foes. He who gives food to all flesh. Give thanks to the God of heaven for his steadfast love endures forever. Did you see any of your story in, the, in Israel's story? Did you see any of your story in the God's faithfulness to them of how he's shown his faithfulness to you? You know, now I, I want, uh, Nick is going to be um, wandering around with a mic. Right, there he is. And, um, and, uh, and if you have a story of God's faithfulness, I want to, you to share that. In 2 Corinthians, Paul writes, 2 Corinthians 3, 2-3, You yourselves are our letter of recommendation written on our hearts to be known and read by all. And you show that you are a letter from Christ delivered by us, written not with ink, but with the Spirit of the living God, not on tablets of stone, but on tablets of human hearts. And what is the story of God's faithfulness that is written on your heart that you can share with each other um, to encourage one another? So just raise your hand where you are if you have a story. Uh, Nick will bring the mic to you. Um, Dan, Dan has one. Thank you, Dan, for starting us off. Appreciate that. <laughs> yes, yes. When's, that, which is the first time you've ever done anything I told you that you had to do? Um, so uh, I started coming to Cold Springs when I was 11 years old. I'm now 47, so that's been here a long time. And uh, I was looking for something to say to relate to everybody. And, you know, it's easy to go back and talk about the big things, the super big impactful things. Um, but I think more importantly, it's the little things that occur that you don't necessarily notice over all those years. Um, so when, you want to, when I think about God's faithfulness, it is everything that has occurred that it didn't you know, occur to me to recognize until you look back and you see. Um, I, I was the first person to break something in Faith Hall. Um, yeah, <laughs> we, I that. think we'd been in, there was a youth event, we'd been in there 10 minutes, and I broke a couple ceiling tiles. <laughs> and, um, uh, I actually gave another kid a swirly. Uh, just, yeah. At youth group there. Um, What's the swirly, Dan? I don't you know. You put their head in the toilet and flush. Okay. He deserved it. Um, and you then, were and then, on the board here, weren't you? I was. Yeah. I'm not okay. anymore. Yeah. Were uh, right. And yeah, then okay. there's just a bunch of little things like that. Uh, I got Bob, Bob, Pastor Bob baptized me, uh, and um, both of my wife was baptized here when she 
Um, she came when she was 16, so she's been here forever, too. She'll be here later. And one of her favorite things to say is that it takes a village. And, yeah, I have two beautiful children, but that's as much because of the community that we've uh, been blessed to raise them in through God's faithfulness as much as it is anything that we had to do. Um, so I don't know. There's, there's all kinds of little things we could say, but just overall, it's, it's the little things, like I, I keep saying. Great. Thanks, Dan. Somebody else have a story? Over here, Becky has. Good morning. Um, so my story. Why don't you introduce to... yourself as well? Oh, I'm so... Becky. I'm Becky Wharton. Hi. <laughs> um, my story at Cold Springs Church started because my friend Caroline Harriff was attending here, and she convinced me to try a women's Bible study group here. And um, we've been here ever since for about 22 years although we're deserting you because we're in the process of moving to Oregon. <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, women's ministry um, dragged me in and wouldn't let me go. Thank you, Christina. <laughs> Somebody else in the story. Good morning. My name is Dustin Haley. Uh, a lot of people know me as Coral Haley's husband. So... Uh, <laughs> So there's that. Um, we've been going to Cold Springs actually for almost 22 years as well. Um, Coral and I came here uh, just after getting married and uh, wanted to uh, try out a few churches and Cold Springs was the first church that we visited. Um, at that point it was called First Baptist uh, of Placerville and um, met David, similar to what was said on the video, met him and then we, we tried out a few other churches and then came back. And then just in that one meeting, he knew our names, he knew what we did. Um, that was super important to us. And as we started going to the church, um, uh, you know, a few years later on, it was changed to uh, Cold Springs Community Church. And uh, the community piece of that, I feel like, has really been um, really the foundation of this church. And we've experienced that through just, um, just kind of everything. Um, all of our kids have been baptized here. Um, we attended a young marrieds group uh, called Acts that um, led to us just uh, forming a lot of forever friendships that have um, uh, been there when we've needed them and supported us. Um, we ourselves have been blessed to be able to attend things to be part of that community. Uh, one of my favorite memories was when we were early coming to the church, um, the, the teenagers were having something called Supper Six or something where they were getting together at people's homes. and. Um, we just signed up and we're like, hey, here were these 20-somethings, we're gonna sign up. And then we actually got to go to the Wharton's house and to be part of that. And they were very gracious and let us, these little, you know, these, these youngins come and participate in that. And so we got to um, benefit from being a part of, of that group and uh, having people at our homes and to be part of that group. Um, we've been uh, forever and ever and ever a part of Kids Camp, um, being able to, to, um, to bless and to be blessed by other people's kids and to support them. and. Uh, I myself am on the, the leadership board right now, and I've had the opportunity to be um, blessed by working with a uh, bunch of guys um, as we focus on just um, doing God's work and to uh, making a difference. And so I think the biggest part for me is just attending here is just the, the community piece that we've been a part of as our, uh, in our lives, our family's been blessed, and uh, we've just enjoyed just the people that we've had come into our lives and just being part of this group. This is a special church, and there's a lot of special people here, and you can feel God in all of those relationships, which I think is really what makes this church special. So, thank you. Great. Thanks, Dustin. Somebody else? 
Behind you, Nick. Hi, good morning. I'm Janet. I uh, started coming here about four years ago. I accepted the Lord a number of years ago and then checked that box and did nothing with it. And then about four years ago, I felt God calling me to come back to him. And I live very close to the church, and so I thought, well, okay, you know, there's this church right here. I might as well check it out, you know. <laughs> and um, it just proximity, that's what led me here in God. Um, and I like to say that it was like putting on the perfect pair of shoes. It, they fit perfectly. It, the people here are so genuine and so real and so full of love and come alongside you in good times and in stormy times and pray with you and support you. And you're just amazing, godly people, and I love you all. Great. Thanks. Awesome. Anybody else? Anybody else? Here we go. I'm Dolores Nichols. This on. Yep. Um, you mentioned other families whose children were raised in the church. My two daughters were raised here, and they're both Christians, and I'm so grateful for that. Mm. And my oldest daughter is a longtime member of a church in Carmichael, and for several years she was even the moderator there. So that's a very liberal, not liberal, very um, a church that allows women to serve in the leadership. <laughs> role, which I'm grateful for. Awesome. That's great. And uh, so Dolores's mother, was uh, Ursula Voorhees, was uh, one of the uh, initial charter members of um, here as well. So, and that was great. Did I say that right, Dolores? I get her, your mom's name right? Ursula Voorhees? Yes, Ursula. Yes, okay. All right. You know, one of the um, stories, I was texting Pam, um, Pam's with our, our daughter who had a baby last week, so down in San Jose. So I uh, said, what are some stories you think of? And one of the things, that, one of the stories she thought of, prayer, so the, uh, the, I came on a Monday, we had a board meeting on Monday night, and I asked the board, can we have a prayer conference? Um, that was my first ask, and they said, we don't know what that is. Sure, yeah. <laughs> and I had a mentor of mine up in Corvallis who came, uh, Tom White, and we did a prayer conference. And, and prayer has been something that has been foundational, has very, been very central to who we are um, as, a, as a church um, because we've recognized there are things that we can do, but what God wants to do, only he can do through us. And we need to depend upon him. And so you hear us talk about prayer. One of the the most profound stories for me was with Steve Scott. Um, Steve Scott is a, a part of our church at that point, and, and he had a cardiac arrest in the middle of the night. Um, and Steve, uh, and I can't remember how many times they got his heart going again and it stopped, but it was close to at least 10, maybe more, um, and he ended up in ICU at Marshall Hospital. And I'd done a message um, that the theme of the message was God raises dead things to life. Um, and I don't remember anything else about it, but I do remember that was sort of the, the point of the message, that God raises dead things to life. And I felt compelled to go and to pray for Steve, and they were at that point where they were having to decide whether to take him off life support. 
And, and I just like, okay, I'm going to pray, um, God, that you will bring Steve back to life. And, um, and I prayed, as we do, and walked out, and, you know, nothing was different. Um, you didn't get up and start dancing, <laughs> nothing of that nature. But then the next day, he came to life and um, very quickly was taken off of life support, and he is the athletic director in El Dorado County, <laughs> um, even today, um, and is serving and serving Jesus. He's worshiping with his family in a, in a local church, um, and, and that's probably the most dramatic story of prayer, but there, um, I remember another story of somebody who had a brain image, and there was a, a mass within their brain. There's a tumor. Uh, we prayed for them as a church, and then they went back and had another image, and the and the and the mass was gone. Um, and those are, you know, the unexplainable things. But there have been multiple other stories of prayer of people's uh, marriages being restored, of, um, of of children being touched and reached, and. And that has come through the faithfulness of you in, in prayer. So, other stories there. I've got a bunch of people that, um, yep, Joni, thank you. If, I was going to call on you, Joni, if you didn't raise your hand. So I'm so glad that you didn't make me do that. I know you have, but you can't tell stories about me. So Joni, Joni was a gift of God to me because there were two people on staff when I showed up. Leon, um, who was the... Um, who was the groundskeeper janitor um, and was the, I love Leon, but he was a proverbial little bit of a grumpy old man, right, at the church, right? <laughs> and, uh, and, and, then, um, and then Joni was my assistant who just kept me out of trouble as much as she possibly could, but which was not all I'm the time. Yeah, and she's white because of it. All right, so Joni, Joni. I'll have to say that the... Steadfast Love Endures Forever is the story of this church. My husband and I came, uh, we came from Santa Cruz at a church that we would say a hard act to follow. And we had a great time there and we came looking for a church that was like them. And we found this church that was um, in chaos a little bit, would you say <laughs> that, Bob? at the time, and the core group of people kind of shrunk. And yet that core group of people loved each other and the people of our community and me. By the way, there were four Bobs, and as secretary, um, every, you know, is Bob there? And forever it was kind of, where is Bob? <laughs> that movie, where is Bob? But um, it was, that's what kept us here. And uh, I'd like to say that enduring love is what makes a community. And I am totally blessed that I walked in here in 1994 after you all had moved into this building and there at that point were maybe 100 people who actually stayed with the family that was here. And it certainly tells a great story. And there are other great stories as well, as Dan was just a young kid, and yes, he did break the ceiling tiles and lots of other things, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was, it's such a treat to come here and see our Courtney sing at the, with a contemporary band, 
and she was in diapers. And Nick was here, and it's been fun to watch him grow. And we have a whole lot of stories, even more stories than Dan. He is a different fellow <laughs> now because of the grace of God. And it's just a treat to have Bob, who I worked for first, and his two daughters, who also were quite young. And it's just a, a treat to worship with you still and all the young people who came. It was just a treat to watch them play softball with me. And as David kept pushing me to say, run faster, run faster, because they always batted after me. <laughs> <laughs> and I always made it to base, by the way. That's why he was telling me to run faster. <laughs> but it's been a joy to watch so many people grow and bring friends and extend their love out into the community. Oh, hi, Nick. <laughs> yes, here, Nick in the aisle. Well, <clears throat> just kind of being reflective. You got to introduce yourself to Randy. Oh, I'm Randy, Randy Fulp. Um, I'm Brandon's dad. Nobody knows me, but everybody knows Brandon. Bass player. Bass player. Okay. Seahawks fan. Yeah. Um, being reflective, I remember, look back 75 years ago today, I was getting ready to move from a nice warm place I'd lived for nine months in my mother's womb. And I was, <laughs> so on October 27th, I was born 75 years ago. And uh, just thinking, your, his steadfast love endures forever. For 75 years, I accepted the Lord when I was five years old, and his love does endure. I haven't always been faithful. Hmm. He was still there. Um, this week, um, let's see, 51 years ago, I left for Vietnam on an aircraft carrier. Didn't know if I was going to be coming back, but you know what? Uh, here I am. I'm still hmm. here. And his love endures forever. Just hearing that this morning repeatedly just really hit home. And that's something that's a promise that he gave us that we just can hang on to. His love endures forever. Amen. 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 Great. Somebody else have a story? John. Yeah, my name is John, and I'm also known as Christina's husband. <laughs> yeah. um, we, we've been coming here for 12 years, and we got greeted at the front door. Came inside, Frank Gates blew us away with um, worship, and then we heard David preach, and it, we were just, we found ourselves, we were at home. And over the years, just the, the leadership is why we're here. The, the leadership and the, the love you have for the congregation is amazing. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I started working with youth group with Nick, and uh, Nick's pouring, Nick and Megan, they're pouring out into the youth group in this church. It's phenomenal. Um, so we've been blessed as a family, and now my wife works here, and so we are, we're just grateful to all the staff and to everybody. We just feel loved here, and this is our home. <laughs> I'm Christina Reeves, and, um, you know, my husband spoke, so I have to speak, speak too. No, I'm just kidding. Speak, yeah, speak louder. <laughs> speak louder, Christina. Okay. Um, hi, my name is Christina Reeves, and I'm the women's ministry coordinator here at Cold Springs. And it truly is a pleasure to be working here. But um, 
It was something that I did not choose. I did not think that I was going to be the coordinator, and I had two people come to me and just say, I believe this is what you're to do. And it means a lot when people believe in you. And so that's what I've seen in this church, is people believe in you. When you can't see what's inside of you that God wants to use those gifts, they see them and encourage it. And I'm so grateful for that because it's been a wonderful time being a part of this team. I'm saying it's been. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> but I'm thankful to Becky, who built the foundation for women's ministry that I got to, like David said, just walk into. And it was so, so strong and solid. I'm grateful for all of you. I know everyone has a story. And it's just beautiful to be here every Sunday morning worshiping and to feel your spirit, to feel your love, and to be a part of something bigger, the Big C Church that God has. And I'm so grateful to have been a part of it. Thank you for Esther, who's just been so such a an inspiration to me. She's uh, always in the back when I'm trying to do something that I've not done before, just being that face that I can look to for encouragement. So I'm grateful for all of you, and um, I'm just thankful to be a part of this church and what you've done for our children, too. I'm not even going to go into that because <laughs> I'll be crying. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, there's, uh, I'm, I want to finish up with a couple of stories. Um, and there are people who are here, uh, but they, e they emailed me and shared their story. Um, one of those is from Teresa Corton. And she wrote, Sunday, October 24th, today, uh, is our and Monty's and my wedding anniversary. Um, happy anniversary. They're sitting right there in the back under the screen there. It's a day when I reflect upon the many ways that God has been faithful to us. We were married in 1998 and divorced in 2005. Our relationship was broken by many painful things, but God slowly began to heal us. We reunited and were married again in 2013. Since then, God has continued to heal us and our family. I can truly say that it is a miracle that we've come through so many trials to the place we are at today. We absolutely could not have done this on our own. Only God could do it. He is so good. So that's Monte and Teresa's story. Um, and the, the back story to that is uh, their neighbor, Sam Ferrand, who Sam has been an integral part of Cold Spring Church for a uh, number of years. And uh, her friendship with Teresa, and they would walk their dogs or just go for a walk, and as Teresa began to respond to the Holy Spirit in her life and asking Sam questions and Sam answering questions, and then um, them, they came on an Easter Sunday where I invited um, anybody to take me up on it, taking them out for a cup of coffee and hearing their story, and Monty was one of those, and I've never lived that offer down again. So um, he's demanded multiple cups of coffee, so he's pretty high maintenance. But... Um, <laughs> Ask Teresa, she'll tell you that. Um, but it was through relationships, through friendships. So what, who Cold Springs Church is, is because of you. Be, being the salt and light of Jesus in the everyday relationships that you have with the people around you. And then the other um, one I want to share is from Dana um, Bringolf. 
uh, and sitting right here, and Dana and Walt, and Isaac. How you doing, Isaac? I love your shirt, buddy. Um, so, wow, this is truly such a big question. To sum up, in a short email, is quite a challenge for me. So after spending much time trying to pick just one way God has been faithful to me this past year, I decided it would be fitting on this day of celebration to give a big shout-out to the staff at Cold Springs Church. Way to go, Cold Springs Church staff, all capitalized with an exclamation point. This includes all your family members as well. Walking us through these tumultuous times has no doubt been a tremendous stretching of your faith. Finding creative ways to keep our church family connected has no doubt kept you awake at night. Countless hours of service to move us outside, online, and into a hybrid model were not in the plan, and yet you stepped up to the task and did not shrink back. You kept pressing into the challenge and never gave up aiming high to maintain connection both to God and to each other. This, this is how God has been faithful to our family this year. Watching you press into the strength only Jesus can supply and live out love for our community has been so inspiring to Walter and I. We are truly grateful to be part of the Cold Springs Church community and look forward to more of God's faithfulness toward us this year as we gather together to do life side by side. With much love and respect, Dana Bringolf. Um, and, you know, I think that th that would be where I would like for us to, um, uh, as we close in worship, is it's, there is an amazing, amazing team of people here at Cold Spring Church who provide leadership. Um, and, you know, people look at me and say, oh, David, David. It's like, no, look at the team. Um, because the, the, the phenomenal teams in children's ministry, uh, the passion and dedication to, to our kids knowing Jesus and being raised up in Jesus, and our youth ministry, um, within our family ministry, within small groups, within men's ministry, within women's ministry, within women's missions fellowship, these consistent, it's the little things that have been done over time in faithfulness to God that have laid a foundation that we are still standing. And, and it's that faithfulness of this, and, and God has provided that in my ministry for the last 24 years of these amazing people to come alongside of me um, that are much better than me and that have done such great things. And so that's what I am truly grateful for and thankful for. Um, his steadfast love endures forever and that we can trust that. So I'm going to have the worship team come on up and um, we're going um, to close in, in worship in a, a new song about you know the, the goodness and the greatness and and the power of coming together. Now, as we do that, there is an assignment. Each week, we're going to do a series called Come Together, but there's an assignment, going to be an assignment each week. There's an action to live out. So today is Come Together to Celebrate. And so my challenge to you um, over this next week is that each day, every day this week, tell to someone something the Lord has done. What good has God brought into your life? Tell that to somebody that you see or that you meet each day. There's somebody that God is going to put into your, in your path that needs to hear of the goodness and the faithfulness of God. It might be somebody you're not expecting. So that's the assignment, is, is that we would come together, but we come together so that we can go out and we can be the people of, of Jesus in the world. And people need, in this world we're living in, people need to know the 
the steadfast love of the Lord endures forever. Let me pray. Jesus, thank you for your faithfulness, for your goodness, for all that you have done, all that you are doing, and yet all that you are going to do. Lord, we avail ourselves, we surrender to you to be used by you for your glory and for your purposes. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen.